The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Three, two, one, that's it! The Browns are going to the playoffs! The postseason is back in Cleveland! And a steal by Hughley. The big fella stepping to the rim, and he bangs it home with a one-handed jam. Look out below. John Hughley takes it from midcourt to the rim and punishes the orange. They're sticking with this personnel package. It's a play action. Deep drop. Looking deep. Let's it fly. Tops it behind the defense. Got it! 15, 10, 5. Oh, Baba! Brennan Thompson. Touchdown from J-F-A. Bam! DJ to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Arizona. <laughs> DJ right up the gut. Untouched for a touchdown. And that puts a nail in the coffin. And the Wildcats with an incredible fourth quarter. <laughs> 17 unanswered points in the fourth, and Arizona has won the Alamo Bowl, beating the Sooners 38-24, to the 10th win of the season. Hour 2, Tiro in the morning show live in San Antonio. Last show of 2023. I'm ready for a new year, Teach. 2023, the back half of it anyway, has not been great uh, for reasons we've talked about on this show before. And I'm ready to turn the page in hopes that 2024 is better. What say you? Well, you always hope every year is better for everyone the next year. So you always hope that when the uh, the calendar turns that, yeah, you uh, you get everything that you wish for in a year. Well, that's really well said. I, uh, I had really a pretty well good year overall. So, but I mean, you can always look back and find certain things. But yeah, there are certain years that you know you need that calendar to turn. You need that new year to happen. And mm-hmm. yeah, I understand that. What was the highlight of twenty twenty three for you? Um, TJ Perry things, personal highlight. Two things: the surprise trip to Nashville for my fiftieth. Right, that and was one of the two football season right. vacations you took that's right and uh getting to attend police week in washington dc oh yeah well that, that was, was cool that was a uh, incredible that was yet experience. another vacation that you took this year that's, that's right let's count out the vacations we had mexican thanksgiving vacation right you had uh the in-season nashville vacation right you had the washington dc vacation right uh what other vacations did you take uh, the Alaskan cruise. Alaskan cruise. Right. Okay. So, that's four. Uh, and that's it. That's it. Multiple weekends to the lake, which are all vacations. 
<laughs> okay, if you want to count How that. How many weekends yeah. did you go to the lake? Um, 15, I, 20? Probably, yeah, probably 15, something like that. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Let's say 20. That's 24 vacations this year for T.J. Perry. <laughs> right. Because if, if you want to look at it that way, yeah. yeah, I do want to look at it that way. Yes, yeah. And the DC trip, I was just gone one day of work, so yeah. Um, I know yeah. how you like to count vacations by how many days of work you miss, right? But that's well, not you how act like you work. you do it like uh, I'm gone for the entire week or two weeks at a time, and uh, it's really not. You were gone quite a bit. Uh, I don't know that you worked really much in December, so. You know, you weren't. Well, here I think that the much. listeners would beg to differ. I think the <laughs> listeners would beg to differ. <laughs> I don't think they would. <laughs> okay, Jackson Arnold, TJ. Yes, we've beat around the bush long enough. Uh, Jackson Fitzgerald Arnold last night. His final stats: twenty-six of forty-five, three hundred sixty-one yards, <clears throat> two touchdowns, one interception. <sighs> I don't know if I have ever seen a game with a a bigger dichotomy of how someone played than this one. Well, I'm not going to say anything. You tell me. How did Jackson Arnold play last night? Um, Terrible, great. Well, I won't say great. Terrible, really good, really good, terrible. And those go by the, uh, the four quarters. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, when you, the bread was not good. The beginning and the end were not good, and right there in the middle, I thought he played extremely well in stretches. In fact, you know, there for a minute, I'm like, man, they're going to run away with this game, and credit Arizona, they finished strong in that thing. But I think he played really well in the middle part of that game. So you're right, because he looked terrible early on. He looked terrible at the end. But yet in the middle of the game, I'm like, look at this kid. So it's really weird on how to what to think because there were stretches of that game when he looked so bad that it was like, man, he's not processing things. He's not he's not comfortable out there at all. Um, obviously, the old line wasn't helping him any in uh, rushing some of the things. Uh, Jalil Farouk and the turnovers there kind of killed him, which weren't really on him, but kind of reflected on him a little bit. But so it's really hard to to say yeah. how I feel about Jackson Arnold coming out of this game. Part of me thinks, man, this kid's going to be your guy for the next few years. And then part of me thinks, man, are all the people that have been telling me about this guy right? You know, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's fair to make any kind of a no a long-term condemnation on Jackson Arnold. Tough based to be on, thrown in a situation like that. I, I think you saw a, a whole lot to be excited about last night. Uh, I think he was great in the middle of that game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he threw for the fourth most yards ever in a bowl game for an OU quarterback. The second most yards ever for an OU quarterback in a starting debut. 361 yards passing. Only Baker Mayfield had more. He had 388 yards in his starting debut against Akron. This was not Akron. This was... uh a now 10-win Arizona team that, you know, it's documented, was a really good football team. I mean, they played Washington to within seven. Washington's a Final Four. Their other two losses were overtime losses on the road. So, 
Well, Arizona's nothing to sneeze at. I'm not telling you they uh, are, you know, one of the juggernauts of college football this year, but it's a good squad. And certainly, as we heard from their play-by-play guy, Brian Jeffries, the best defense Arizona's had in a long time. And he threw for 361 yards. The deep ball to Brendan Thompson was a beaut. TJ, it was not underthrown. The Nick Anderson pass was right where it needed to be. Unbelievable throw. Uh, You've said it well. There were moments of sensational, and there were moments of uh, grab your head in, oh boy, what was that? And I think that it will be a tremendous, painful, but tremendous learning experience for Jackson Arnold. Uh, would it have been better if his first start was against Temple? Mm. He would have had better stats and tasted victory in his first start, but would he learn more? No. No, he went up in a in a bowl game, big stage, good defense. He learned more last night than he would ever learn from Temple and probably the first three games next year. So I think it's a tremendously valuable. And he doesn't strike me as a kid, a young man who has a um, fragile ego. No, I don't think so at all either. I don't think so. I think he's confident. Uh, He knows that this is his football team going forward. And last, last night didn't go the way he would have wanted to. But you mentioned it. It's 24-13 late in the third, and OU is going in to score again. Yep. It's going to be maybe 31-13, at the very least 27-13 going to the fourth quarter. And the Sooners are absolutely dominating that football game. They can't stop OU on offense. And Arizona cannot move the football at all on their own offense. Arizona had gone six consecutive scoreless possessions. In the second and third quarter, Arizona went interception, punt, 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 punt. The OU defense had locked them down. Fafita is seeing ghosts, nailed it. And OU is moving (laughs) the ball at will. It's over, TJ. It's about to be 31-13. This game is over, and OU is on its way to a romp when that play happens. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a game turn more drastically on one play than that one did. Because from that moment on, talking about the what was ruled in the end a fumble, a catch and a fumble catch by fumble Jalil Farouk, 87-yard mm-hmm. return by Gunnar Maldonado the game completely turned on a dime. And it was dominated from that point forward. It was like the two teams traded uniforms. OU couldn't do anything offensively. Arizona couldn't be stopped the rest of the way. They scored on every offensive possession from there on. 25 unanswered. They went at 38-24. to 24. Where did the phrase turned on a dime come from, TJ? Do not know that. Are you asking because you know? Little-known fact, it is from the Civil War. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant's army in the Battle of Fort Sagebrush 
Um, the Confederate side had a, uh, a guy out front known as Eagle Eye Jones. And it was a tremendous advantage for them because Eagle Eye had tremendous vision. And they would put him out in front of the Confederate troops. And he would be able to see farther than anyone else exactly where all the Union troops were at Fort Sagebrush. And they were picking them off one after another. And it looked very bleak for the Union Army, TJ. In fact, they had run out of bullets to the point where uh, Ulysses S. Grant said, put whatever you can find in your muskets. And uh, one of the infantrymen started putting coins in his musket to fire at the Confederate Army. And one of them, a dime, hit Eagle Eye Jones in the eye, TJ. And it took him out. You were making all this up. It took out Eagle Eye Jones, and the Confederate Army, completely flustered, had to retreat, and the Union Army won the Battle of Fort Sagebrush because of that one shot. And in the end, in his post, uh, post-game press conference, Ulysses S. Grant was asked, <laughs> what happened? How did you turn things around? And uh, General Grant, soon to be President Grant, said, this battle turned on a dime. And thus was coined the phrase, turned on a dime. That was an impressive made-up story out of nowhere. That was completely made uh, very up. Very impressive. You had me for Thank a little you. bit, and then I'm like, ah, "This Thank isn't you. true." <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Uh, no, I have no idea. What a where performance! The what a performance! Yet you can't say Fafi- uh, uh, I can't say Fafita now either. I'm going to say Fafita. <laughs> I can't say Fafita. What were we talking about? Jackson oh, football Arnold game. Football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, turned um, on that turnover. I mean, what a weird game. Anyway, back to Jackson Arnold. So how do we feel about Jackson Arnold as the I feel starting good. quarterback of the University of Oklahoma? I feel good. He he did a lot of really good things uh, during the stretch of that game. And, you know, some of that I know wasn't on him. Um, but, man, it just it, – it ended so poorly. It just – Arizona just completely turned things on in that fourth and just leaves you with a terrible taste in your mouth. But he played really well during the stretch of that game. So you got to feel comfortable. You're right. It's much more of a learning experience for him than had they played some run dumb and and ran him out of there by three or four touchdowns and really had had no drama. I don't know that you have the growth that he could potentially have from the experience he got last night. I'm going to be – you know, the guy that everybody hates, I'm going to be a silver lining guy here for a second. Um, maybe for the rest of my life, some would say. Uh, Jackson Arnold's got to learn to look off safeties, okay? He didn't have to do that in high school. He, he was able to zip balls in there with his arm and didn't have to worry about looking off a safety. And what he's going to learn – a lot of things from last night, but probably first and foremost is how to manipulate a defense with his eyes. Dylan Gabriel is really good at it. Jackson Arnold's got to get good at it, and he will because he's got all the other tools. Uh, you saw he can make plays with his legs. He's got a cannon of an arm. I thought he was never going to throw that ball to Brennan Thompson, and he still got it out there in front of him for the touchdown. But 
he stared down some receivers, and it cost him some turnovers. He'll learn from that. Here's where I'm going to be silver lining guy. I oh, you could have won that game last night if um if Andrew Rame and Tyler Guyton didn't decide to go ahead and start getting ready for the NFL draft, if Caden Green and or Savion Bird didn't defect, and quite frankly, if OU didn't chase off Dylan Gabriel, OU wins that football game last night. But all of that did happen. They lost, and I would much rather it happen this way than the other way, and they win. If Jackson Arnold's going to be your guy next year, as painful as last night was, I'm glad he went through it. Here's the honest truth, and I said this before. This is not. This is not um, uh, sour grapes talking or or whatever. Unless you're in the college football playoff now. Bowl games, you just can't put too much stock or get too invested high or low in the outcome of them because there is just too many teams, almost all the teams, where the team you're trotting out there for a bowl game looks nothing like the team that you played with in the regular season. Example A, the Florida State Seminoles are going to be missing about 20 guys for the Orange Bowl. You've seen it every day, TJ. Every day, every game, teams are completely Mm -hmm. decimated by the transfer portal, early entries. They are a shell of the team they were before. And because of that, win or lose, you can't put too much stock in bowl games. Now, would you rather win it and take some momentum? Of course you would. I wish they had won that game last night. But you know who lost the Alamo Bowl last year? The Texas Longhorns. And they're in the college football playoff this year. In the end, unless you're in the college football playoff, the rest of it, rather win than lose. Don't get me wrong. Rather win than lose. But you can't get too high or too low over the outcome of any of the rest of these bowl games because of until they fix the schedule of college football, TJ, to where players and coaches aren't flooding out of their programs before the games, Mm -hmm. it's just the way it's got to be. You just can't get too invested. It's not a reflection of your 23 season. Mm-hmm. It's the first step in a process for the 24 season is what it's yep. becoming. Yeah, That's right. That is exactly right. And it was a painful lesson last night. But I'm going to tell you, Jackson Arnold, I, there will be some point in 2024 or beyond where he's going to say the best thing that ever happened to me was at Alamo Bowl. Having to go through that, the things that I learned, uh, the the painful lessons that I learned, the ability to go back and watch film and see what I could do better to manipulate defenses with my eyes, all that kind of stuff, that will be traced back to a painful night in San Antonio that about 30, 35,000 Sooner fans were at and T.J. Perry was not. We'll take a break. Text line coming up next, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour. 
bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Studies in several different areas, and you will be compensated for your time. Call or text for more information, 405-831-5905, or visit them online, HightowerClinical.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yeah, go ahead. here. Uh, I seat the radio broadcast and listen to the post game and AM. I'm at work already. Have a great day. Boomer Jim from Wisconsin. Oh, God bless you, Jim. God bless you. All of you out there that listen to the radio broadcast. I, I appreciate it. I don't know why you put up with our shenanigans when you have perfectly good color analysts like Aaron Rodgers brother, you could be listening to, but. We wholeheartedly appreciate it and uh, already can't wait until next season. What a year it's going to be next year, TJ. First year in the SEC. What a year. OU providing coaches and programs signature wins since 2001. What is that? Oh, signature win for Arizona last yes, night. Yes, I got gotcha. you. Uh, Washington QP, uh, QB Penix, MOP Alamo Bowl 22, question V, Texas. That's right. Yeah. Penix was the MVP, yes. Uh, couldn't tell watching the game where the receivers not getting good separation. Seemed like a lot of extended plays with incompletions. So, Which led to some of the holding calls. So, Yeah. Um, I think maybe some of that. He did throw for 361 yards. He held on the ball to the ball a little too long. And then I think he started – I think both young quarterbacks last night, Arnold a freshman, Fafita nailed it, a redshirt freshman, both of them went through periods where they were seeing ghosts, meaning the pass rush of Oklahoma was all over Fafita. Fafita. <laughs> The pass rush was all over Fafita. You gotta Uncle, really concentrate. Uncle. I gotta really concentrate. And early in the game, he's zipping it all over the place. He's having, and then it started getting to him. And Teddy and Gabe did a great job describing it. He starts dropping his eyes, and instead of finding his receivers, he's worried about the pass rush. Right, and they couldn't move the ball at all. And then late in the game, his confidence came back, and he was zipping it all over the place. Uh, Jackson. Similarly, last night, after he threw a couple of early picks, and then again, he had the costly one early in the fourth quarter, first play of the fourth quarter where he throws the pick. I think then he's like, he's 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 a little bit rattled. His confidence is a little shaken, and he wants to make sure a guy is open before he throws into an open area or tries to anticipate or you know all the things a quarterback's got to do at this level. He's not trusting himself. He doesn't want to throw another interception. So he's patting the ball too long until somebody comes wide open. And so, yeah, I think there was maybe a little bit of not being able to find separation and some of Jackson just being overly cautious. Also, and I can't believe I'm saying this, this certainly was not an anticipated storyline going into the game, but the loss of Brennan Thompson was huge. They found something with Brennan Thompson. They, early in the game, first half of the game, Arizona's playing one high safety and man everywhere else. And it's working pretty well. 
and then OU comes out and says, all right, we're putting our speed burner on the field. Good luck to you if you're going to play him man. And he toasted him. And then the very next play, TJ, they hit him again for 20 yards. And that's the play that he got knocked out on. Hit his head on the turf. I don't know if they showed it on TV, but he's staggering all over the field. And they have to take him out of the game. He's he's obviously got a concussion. Mm -hmm. And that hurt. I'm not saying it lost him the game, but it hurt because it forced – hang on, TJ. Say something to the people. Uh Uh-oh. Hopefully uh, everything's all right with Toby. He may be. Uh, you know what? I hope Sorry, I'm back. that gentleman's delivering fajitas to him now. No, I had a cough. Oh. Um, I'm usually not on the air the day after a football broadcast. Right. That's my wife. Sundays, nobody talks to me because my voice is gone all day usually. Um, <clears throat> so this is a bit rough. But was I saying? Oh, uh, Arizona started to play the way they defended, uh, changed the way they defended OU because of Brennan Thompson. Well, he goes out. They're able to go back to the way they were before. And I look forward to next year because I think with Jackson Arnold, who has a bigger arm than Dylan Gabriel, Brennan Thompson, a healthy Brennan Thompson, who had a hard time staying healthy this year, becomes a big-time weapon in this OU offense next year. A guy that can, you know, has track speed that can run by almost everybody. Jackson Arnold's just going to be able to put it out there for him all year next year, and that's going to be fun to watch. But anyway. Uh, that was one of the turning points, I think, in the game. Frat bro Mark says, I saw it differently. How many offensive line penalties put J.A. in bad situations? Yeah, Wide lot. receivers weren't getting open with three-man rush. I saw Brilliance, a.k.a. Baker. We're going to be fine. The kid's got tremendous talent, and you did see that at times, both with his arm and his legs. He's, he's, uh, he's going to be really good. I have no doubts. Uh, I am more convinced – after last night in watching Jackson Arnold and, and the moments in which he was really good uh, than I was even before the game, that this kid's going to be special. Uh, the offensive line was a makeshift group last night that did really good for a couple of quarters and then started to struggle. Some of the holding calls were on them. Some of them you can't really put on them because, as you said, TJ, Arnold was holding it for so long that you could only ask Walter Rouse to stay on his guy for so long, you know. Right. So uh, it, it got ragged in the fourth quarter for everybody. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good effort. I mean, some guys were moved into roles last night that uh, that they – it would have been nice if they didn't have to be put in. And we'll have a different-looking offensive line next year. Hopefully better. It's going to need to be better. But um, a lot of holding calls. A whole lot of holding calls last night. Anything else before we go to break? I was going to go to see uh, Sooner CB's uh, text here, but it's quite a long text, so we can get to it, hit it on uh, the other side. other side if we want. All right, we'll hit it on the other side. I've got today's uh, SEC fact of the day for you coming up as well. Live in San Antonio. Arizona wins the Alamo Bowl. We're licking our wounds. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Toby, we're down here with Seth Luttrell. Coach, uh, I mean, 
500 yards of total offense, obviously frustration with the six turnovers. How did it feel for you up there calling the game? Uh, you know, I was proud of the way, you know, guys fought and played and bounced back and kept their head up. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm always going to look at myself in the mirror first, and i got to put them in better you know, situations to have success, especially earlier. I thought Jackson, um, you know, played his tail off. You know, he's he's had to go through a lot the last month, you know, and, and I understand, you know, hearing a new voice for the last three weeks and, um, you know, that's not always easy, but he's always, uh, he's going to be a special player and he fought and did a lot of great things. Um, and I think overall, offensively, we did some good things. Obviously, you got to take care of the football. Um, but I got I to make sure that when I go back and look at, it, I got to I got to see what I could have done better to put him in better situations, get him get him uh, started faster early, and you know at times during the day, you know I just felt like I didn't have enough answers in the system yet, and so that that was frustrating. But uh, you know the, we can live and we learn. I promise you this, uh, you know as a coach, I'm not going to lay my head on the pillow until I can make sure we find a way to um, you know go out there and compete and win championships and win football games. So that's. I'm frustrated, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm proud of the men. You've been a, a leader as a player, now as a coach. What's what's kind of that message going forward now to to really find that next level this offseason, coach? Well, you just got to continue to evolve and get better and, and continue to self-evaluate, self-reflect, and that's each and every guy in that locker room. And, again, uh, you know, it's always going to start with me. Uh, I'm going to make sure that uh, – I'm going to do that self-evaluation and, and make sure that I correct all my mistakes and, and make sure that um, I become better before I ever ask anybody in that locker room to. But it's a team deal, and, and we all have to do that. And that's how that's the only way you can grow. That's the only way you can evolve. We can't make excuses for ourselves. We, uh, you know, because if we do, that's the only you know we're never going to learn from it. And so we don't. We're going to look. We're going to uh, you know hold our chin high, but we're going to get back to work here pretty quickly in January. And I can promise you this. Uh, we're going to go to work and we're going to get better. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. Worth remembering uh, or noting that that was not the Seth Luttrell offense last night. Um, I don't know how different it'll look. It will look different. I wonder if they'll it'll be less reliant on the RPO than uh, Jeff Lebby's was. And uh, look forward to seeing what, Seth and Joe John put together going forward next season. They did not feel like they had enough time to install what they want to do before the bowl game. Also worth noting, both OU and Arizona chose not to use the technology last night, TJ, for the same reason. Both felt like, well, for Jackson, they didn't want to throw something else new at him, which is somebody talking in his helmet for his first start. And Arizona also said, what we've been doing has been working pretty good. Well, if, if that's a rule change next year, then we'll deal with it in the offseason. But um, eager to see what the Seth Luttrell offense looks like, it, it, it will not be the same. You heard him say there, I didn't feel like I had enough answers uh, when when we had to try to push different buttons there in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> Let me give some props to somebody, Teach, we haven't mentioned yet. Kip Lewis was, Ooh, yeah, he was dynamic. All over the place, yeah. Dynamic and, and played the second half of that game on a rolled ankle, I believe. But Jiminy Christmas. I mean, I don't know who plays where. Brent can decide that in the offseason. But I don't see any way it's not Danny Stutzman and Kip Lewis at linebacker next year. No offense to Jaron Canick, but Kip Lewis is different. 
speed. Um, yeah, he did a lot of good things last night. He was all over the place, so I think you're right there. That one sack that he got was like he was shot out of a cannon. Mm-hmm. Like one of those cannons that Ulysses S. Grant used to have when they took down Eagle Eye Jones, TJ. <laughs> That's just the quarterback says, oh, crud, and there's, there's nothing, you can't even react to it. You know, no. He was, he was just there on top of Bam, it. Bam, on so, you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You look at the stats and it's painful. OU outgained them 562 to 383. OU outrushed them 201 to 29. Arizona had 29 yards rushing. Oklahoma had five sacks and 11 tackles for loss and lost the game. Mm. Turnovers and penalties, because man. six turnovers to one, and you cannot overcome that. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it. It's never been done in the history of football. Can you overcome that? Never? Nope. Huh. And one other attaboy, Teach. The last game in a 24-year run of having a Stoops on the sidelines for OU last night. Drake Stoops had a nice game. He ends, I think, 36 yards short of 1,000 on the season. Um, What a final year for Drake Stoops. Bob joined us in the booth again last night. Hopefully that continues going forward because thoroughly enjoyed that this year. I know you didn't get to hear that, TJ, because you didn't listen to the radio broadcast last night. But uh, everything turned around for OU offensively when Bob joined us in the booth. Uh, they scored their first touchdown, and they were off and running after that. We, everybody was tweeting us, please lock the door. Keep Bob in there. But he wanted to go sit by Carroll again. So what can uh, you do? Carol. He's Bob Stoops. So um, what a run for the Stoops, and uh, it, it, he'll be back. Drake's going to go play pro ball. He's going to make a team somewhere. He's going to be the gritty Wes Welker for the Indianapolis Colts or the Dallas Cowboys or wherever he lands. He's going to have a 10-year NFL career, and then TJ in 2035 – he will be the next head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Wow. Um, I will, I'm not going to tell you you're crazy. Um, you know, when he first got to OU and was a part of the team, I said, ah, it's cute. You know, I'd seen him play quite a bit at North and thought, he's a good receiver. He's not on the level of OU. That dude worked his tail off and became just really the heart of this team by the time he was done. And really, they're going to have to replace his toughness. Like, he was – he was a dude that he was not going to let you push him around. Like last right. night, that was really evident. Like he was in people's faces. Um, he's the fire and heart of this team and has yep. become a great player. And I was completely wrong when I thought, you know, that. How cute when uh, <laughs> you saw that he was going to play for Bob and just be a part of the team, you know. Um, no, he was uh, hands down deserving of everything and and worked his tail off for it and couldn't be happier for him because that kid uh kid went out there and busted it year after year yeah and if uh big rivals play big play big play after big play rivals or two four seven or on three is looking for a high school talent evaluator tj's your guy 
<laughs> I think a lot of people probably said similar things. So, no, I knew he was going to be great. No, you did oh, yeah. not. I knew it. Stop it. All right, what was the text message? The long one we didn't get to. Uh, let's see. Total clown show. Maybe even put the clown emoji here. Oh boy, here we go. Only ran the ball thirty-four times. Left uh, with uh, something got him here. Left let it let a with much success. Only ran the ball 34 times. I think that's supposed to say with much success. Had a 12-point lead with four minutes left in the third and still having a first-time starter who was very sharp, throw the ball over, all over the place with little success. Uh, let me tell you this on Jackson Arnold. He needs a lot of practice and reps, and he wasn't thrown in there. They had a month to prepare, and don't put it on him. It wasn't, very, it wasn't a very good game plan, to say the least. Boy, Sooner CB was all over the place there. Sorry. What's Some his name? Sooner CB. S-E-A-B-E-E. Sooner CB is a total clown show. <laughs> and that is the worst postgame evaluation I have ever heard. <laughs> Completely inaccurate. <laughs> I don't know if it's the worst. Now, I think some predictive text got him there. I was a little all over the place reading that. but At the time that game pivoted, Jackson Arnold was on fire. In fact, that was a completed pass and a bullet to uh, who was it that coughed it up? Uh, oh, Jalil, Jalil Farouk. Farouk was the one that yeah. And uh, and Farouk got hit hard and coughed it up. But OU was running the ball well, thirty-four rushing attempts, um, eight more than Arizona. Could they? Would they? And could they have run it more if they? You know, in the fourth quarter, weren't trying to come from behind there all of a sudden? Sure. But, uh, yeah, bad take, go back to bed. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, like when you're feisty. Well, I mean, that was a bad take. It's a bad take. I can't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, break time. It is 749 in the a.m. I'm in San Antonio. I've got to drive home through Texas traffic today. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. If you want to see they're working in an area that may help you or someone you love, HightowerClinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. Just saw on Twitter, I did not obviously see any of the NFL game last night, but I guess at some point there was some banging noise, and Al Michaels said, someone's banging on a trash can, the Astros must be in town. Uh, that tweet made me laugh. <laughs> good job, Al. That's pretty good. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Good morning, fellas. Hope you all have a happy new year. Thank you for making this year bearable in the mornings, except when TJ's off. Then it's boring. Thank you. Wow. Step up your game when I'm gone. Um, I'm up also, gentlemen. Watched the game last night with a group of firefighters. It was great until the last two minutes of the third quarter. Then we were sitting there stunned, wishing someone would set fire something on fire. That's firefighter Darren and Norman. Come on now. That game turned on a dime, TJ. Turned on a dime. Uh, hey, TJ, was that you at CBS yesterday? What's the black trash bag? Hey, People tweet me that follow me around town. Quit stalking me, all right? 
What were you doing I was at CVS selling, with a black trash bag? I was selling a trash bag full of guns to someone, okay? You want to know oh, the truth? That's the truth. Don't joke about that. Don't joke uh, about they that. They were Nerf guns. Oh, really? Uh, but a bag full of Nerf guns. That's what I was doing. Was this a Facebook, Facebook marketplace, marketplace transaction? That's right. At That's a right. CVS parking lot? CVS parking lot. Dude. <laughs> someone tweeted me last night and now that text. So You can't. You're a famous, recognized person member of the norman can community. i not sell some nerf guns no oh. you can't i should want uh, you can't some of be toys. in a cvs parking lot selling guns <laughs> <laughs> come on man <laughs> they were nerf guns all right i should have said that in the first place details details yeah, yeah. uh if jfa was, did you ever did plank find out what his middle name was last night by the way or was he no. too rattled about arriving late Asking him post-game did not seem to be appropriate, <laughs> and we did not have access to him pre-game. Uh, if JFA was going to have a bad game last night, it is probably the best one for it to happen. I would be sure. okay with all of the turnovers last night if it meant he doesn't get any next season, because if you take those away, we looked really good. Yeah. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> No, he did. 361 yards is a bunch of yards against a good defense. That was a good Arizona defense this year. Top 30, I believe. They like um, sticking footballs on that sword, that's for sure. Yeah, that was an interesting celebration. I, I thought it was kind of cool. I wish it, it, it wasn't against us, but it was clever because those are our footballs, TJ. Yeah, they bought them. They, that's what they, uh, they, they go and purchase them from the schools all year long. Is that they have to pay for him? Yeah, that's what they said last night. Uh, oh, did they? After they stab him? Uh-huh. That's what they said on the television broadcast? The television to? broadcast. I get all kinds of information. You should listen to the television broadcast sometime. You're unbelievable. <laughs> You're worse than Eagle Eye Jones. You know that? I know. <laughs> Top of the hour timeout. One more hour to rue this one. We'll be back.